You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Christian Speak Talk Radio is a non-profit ministry. We are dedicated to spreading the gospel of Jesus through our programs and special guests. We exist through the generous support of our listeners. If you are being blessed through this ministry and would like to give a love offering, go to our website and click on our donation page. Your donation will be processed through PayPal. Our prayer is that you may prosper, be in good health, even as your soul prospers. When Christians Speak Talk Radio is a 501c3 nonprofit ministry, so all of your gifts to this ministry are tax deductible. So go out to our website, www.whenchristianspeak.com, and click on our donation page. The love of Jesus has changed my life. I've seen His beauty and heard His word. Now I worship at the feet of Christ who redeemed me with peace. bouncing back on multiple subjects um, all week long. Uh, you know, I never really, really, really narrow things mm-hmm. down to what I'm actually going to share uh, in person until usually the morning of or, you know, Sunday morning. And honestly, guys, we went to church um, uh, this morning and my head was still kind of in, what am I going to share with our adoration audience? And 
I'm still kind of like in between two different uh, uh, subjects, but it all falls under this title that I'm getting ready to share with you. And it's called an attack on God, because that is actually what's happening now. This past Tuesday, we all had the privilege and the honor and the rights to be able to vote for our leadership. And these, what they call midterm uh, votes are crucial, uh, especially on the federal level as we are determining who's going to have control of the House and Senate, which ultimately two years from now could possibly determine who our next president is going to be. So don't get scared, guys. I'm not here to make any kind of political endorsement because honestly, these things are much deeper than just midterm and even election year uh, processes. What's really at the core of what I wanted to share, I believe where God is leading me, is exactly how do we determine how we live in this earth and who we decide to choose as our leaders? Because quite frankly, in the United States, we are not necessarily a democracy. A lot of people get that confused. We are not technically a democracy. We're actually a republic and we are to be loyal to the republic. But here's the thing, the republic represents still man concepts, man-made things. And I wonder, okay, if we can't get it right in trying to work together to make sure that our republic is in safe care with our leadership, then I wonder when we go to the greater level, because did you know we actually serve a higher authority um, than these people on earth, or better yet, they're supposed to be serving us. So even they should be um, actually serving a higher authority. That authority is God. And we can see through all of the political processes, all of the social processes, and unfortunately, even when it comes to a lot of things related to the church, did y'all know God is under attack? What do I mean by that? It's simply this. Anything that appears as sin is an attack on God. So if we are living unrighteously, then we are attacking God. And in fact, not only are we attacking God, but we're throwing our vote. We're throwing our support to the other side. And that means that if we're not for God, then we have to be for the father of lies, which is Satan. And I've said this um, over 
the last few times that we've gotten together that I've really been in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, um, and especially verse 17, which talks about, you know, if a man be in Christ, it actually says, therefore, if a man be in Christ, he is a new creature. And I'm saying, well, if we are new creatures, those things that were of old are passed away and behold, all things are become new. So for the believer who decides to just follow the currents of this world, I believe that you're being huh, bamboozled. You're being hoodwinked. I, I took that from Malcolm X, the movie. Um, because we don't operate in this system, even though we're physically in this realm, we answer to a higher authority than this realm. And I was trying my best to find scripture to back this up because the only way that I can share these things is to make sure that it lines up with scripture because if I don't line it up with scripture, then it's just max ideas, max thoughts. And you know what? Everybody in the world has thoughts. But what we want to do is to make sure that the things that come out of our mouth are consistent with the word of God. And that took me to First Peter because in First Peter, specifically in verse 9, uh, Peter, through inspiration of the Holy Spirit, reveals who we are supposed to be. So I want to read that for you. Listen to this. It says, this is 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. It says, but you are a chosen race. I'm reading from the um, Eastern Standard Version. Um, and, and, and maybe I should backtrack a little bit because there was dissension in the, the church and Peter was there in order to set things straight because everybody was going about griping and complaining and, and having issues with authority. And so everybody wants to be their own authority, kind of like what's going on in our world today. You know how we're all just living for our own self-preservation, not considering what is going on with our brothers and sisters around the world. And this is what was happening where Peter is sharing, but wait a minute, I got to remind you of who you are. And he says, but you are a chosen race or better in the King James, it says a, a chosen generation. So that means that if you're a chosen generation, chosen by whom? Mm -hmm. Chosen by this world or were you chosen by the higher authority, which is God? And through Jesus Christ, we have access to that God by way of the Holy Spirit. But he says we are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation. And he, listen to this, a people for his own possession that you may proclaim the excellencies 
of him who called you? And that's the question. Who's called you? Okay. But who's called you out of darkness into his marvelous light? Once you were not a people, but now you are God's people. Do you understand what, what Peter is saying here? Before God, before Christ, before this newness of life being this new creation, you, by the standards that Peter is writing here, you weren't even a people. You weren't even uh, worth uh, uh, mentioning because anything or anyone that is outside of the will of God is an enemy of God. I could have easily named this enemies of God, but this life that we're living right now, this atmosphere that we are maneuvering in right now is in a direct assault and attack on God himself. As we see the principles and all of the statutes that God has put in place that we would have a marvelous uh, life in the light of Christ, everything now is pointing towards getting rid of anything that makes mention of God, anything that represents holiness and righteousness, anything that makes proclamation of moral excellence, all of that is put away and no better place that has been put away than in the very documents of freedom that make up our country here in the United States. That being the Bill of Rights, that being the U.S. Constitution, and that being the uh, Declaration of Independence, the, the Charters of Freedom. All of these documents were founded in biblical principles. Again, I will always say people stop worrying about who wrote these things and stop looking at people because people will always fail you. But even those people who failed uh, in writing that document, failed in their moral lives, they understood that in order to have a functional society that would be morally and spiritually excellent, that we had to follow the principles of the Bible. So this is what I was thinking about as people were going to the polls on Tuesday. Did you just go as a representation of a particular party? Did you go because I've been loyal to Democrats or I've been loyal to Republicans. I've been loyal to the Green Party. I've been loyal to Libertarians. I've been loyal to me because you can actually handwrite in your own name if you want to be considered. I mean, what are we thinking about when we're making these decisions? I'm going to tell you something real quick, just personal quick testimony. Um, for years, I fought against the whole political system. In other words, guys, I did not vote at all. I'm just, I'm going to be straight up here because this is the place where honesty has to be first and foremost because 
I can't let you guys think that I'm living a certain way and then y'all find out on the back end I'm perpetrating a fraud. So I'm telling you, I fought going to the polls for many, many years. But in recent years, I have understood that, my God, every time that I did not go and, and make a choice, it was really me attacking God. And you, you say, well, what does that have to do with the U.S. Constitution, Declaration of Independence, or the Bill of Rights? It has everything to do with it because, beloveds, here in the United States, understand something, that our system of government in this republic for which we stand, one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice, understand this, that the moment I decided not to render a vote for God's people through the elections, I was giving my vote to Satan. It's, I got to confess it. That's just where it is. And I was denying everything that Peter is talking about here. I denied the fact that I'm a chosen generation. I denied the fact that I'm a royal priesthood. I denied the fact that I'm a holy nation. And I denied the fact that I was not projecting or proclaiming the excellencies of God in my silence. And so this past Tuesday, I said, you know what? I got Myra up at the crack of dawn and we were like the second in line at our particular polling center and we did what we had to do. Again, I'm not talking about making decisions based upon party affiliation. I'm talking about looking at the candidates that are going to stand for us in government, in uh, 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 law enforcement, in everything that reeks of leadership. And are these people, do they believe in what we believe as Christians? And as Christians, do we even understand what we're supposed to believe? Because I'm going to tell you this right now, and I'm going to say it boldly. If you are pro-LGBTQ, then you're not understanding the principles of God. If you are pro-abortion, you're not understanding the principles of God. If you are one who fuels racial strife and all types of cultural division, then you don't understand the things of God. And I'm sorry, um, I keep saying that, but I'm not sorry, because the fact of the matter is, is that the same God who says that he is not a respecter of persons, and we say that we are his children, well, children should emulate their parents. So if we are not emulating our parents in everything that we do, if we do not live by the standards and code that God has put in the holy word, then we ourselves are attacking God. And we have to understand that we have a moral and a righteous and a spiritual responsibility to be in this world, but not of 
this world. We can actually affect this world by standing strong in our faith, not where it's convenient through Twitter or through uh, TikTok or Instagram or whatever social media platform, but I'm talking about out here in these streets when people have to make a decision. And the best way to make a decision is in who we vote into office. So I'm telling you this because I, for many years, have been a Republican. And I'm telling you this again, even though I wasn't going to the polls, I was listed as a Republican and I made a concerted effort to change that to being unaffiliated. And there's a reason for that. And the reason is, is that I'm no longer looking at anything related to this world by the lens that this world puts us under. In other words, the world is always trying to compartmentalize who we're supposed to be. But in Christ Jesus, there is liberty. And I believe the word says, he who the son is set free is free indeed. So I said, I'm going to be unaffiliated, which means that I can look at every candidate. And if it so happens that it's a Democrat that is actually pro-God, then I'm going to be pro-God with him or her. Likewise, if it's a Republican, it's going to be the same thing. But if they have a stance that is pro-God, then they have my vote. Even when we get into our local uh, uh, elections, the same thing. Many times we just decide that we're going to vote for a party because we have been conditioned to think that that party or this party or some kind of party somehow uh, meets our standards as if a global party could ever cover all of the standards that we deem to be moral and righteous. The devil is a liar in that case. We have to look at what it is that we're trying to actually accomplish. And we have to not be selfish about these things because, get this, the moment that we make it selfish and all about us, then we too are attacking God because we have said we've decided to be our own God and if um, we are for ourselves against the very principles that God has put in place, we have become his enemies. I, I'm, I don't sugarcoat these things because this is truly straight talk. So I'm sharing all this because in 2 Peter, after he tells us about who we're supposed to be in Christ, then in verses 13, and I'll read until the Lord tells me to stop, then he tells us how we ought to deal with authority. So listen to this, starting at verse 13. I'm still in 1 Peter chapter 2. Be subject for the Lord's sake to every human institution, that already sounds like I'm contradicting, but let me continue. Whether it be to the emperor as supreme or to governors as sent by him 
to punish those who do evil and to praise those who do good. For this is the will of God, that by doing good, you should put to silence the ignorance of foolish people. Did y'all did y'all hear what was just said through Peter? That when we elect to do good, to vote good, to be good, then it it exposes those who are ignorant, those who are trying to divide us, those who are trying to diminish us, and it makes them look foolish. And God has given us this beautiful template to follow by just being honorable to those who are in authority of us. It never said that we would always agree. This can oftentimes be very difficult because the very people that Peter was talking to, many of them were newly converted into the way or Christianity as we call it today. And many of them were still slaves to Rome when Peter is saying these things. And yet even, the, and this is, gets real difficult, even to our slaver, it says we must be honorable because understand this, this is bigger than your personal situation. This is bigger than your culture. This is bigger than your race. And what goes on in this country more than anything else, we seem to always be having these conversations about black and white as if those are the two entities that exist in the world. I want to wake y'all up, man. The world has been dealing with racial strife and cultural differences among many, many more people than just black and white. So already, if that's where your perspective is, you're already not understanding God. And now, let me get to the deeper issue for those of us who are saying, I'm not going to be obedient to my master. <laughs> well, let me let you in on something, and especially to our black uh, audience. You know what? We're not the first ones to be slaves. We won't be the last one to be slaves. And believe it or not, even in this world right now, there are people of many different colors, of many different cultures who are slaves. And God is saying that I didn't put this in place for you to necessarily understand or to feel good about it. I put this in place because I need you to be a good soldier because I have a bigger agenda than your little racial strife. I'm doing a new thing here. I am completing my plan, my plan for the world. And my plan might mean that good people, people that don't deserve to be under the thumb of a dictator or under a socialist regime or a communist party, those people are going to have to be submissive in spite of. Now, that does not mean that you have to alter your moral 
and your spiritual perspective as it pertains to God, what it's saying is that our public stance is that we are a people of high ground, of moral beliefs in God. And we trust that God will have the final say whether he does it in our lifetime or not. Now, this is not popular preaching. This is not popular dialogue that we share in the barbershops and the beauty salons. But I'm telling you the truth that if the church understood how powerful it is to make sure that we are not using our pulpits in order to endorse parties or to endorse man, then we would understand that if we made God our top authority figure, everything else in this world would work to the good for all. That is what's going on. I, I don't even know if I express this properly because, like I said, I've been bouncing between different subjects in my head and I still think I'm blending some of them together. But this is what I'm saying, guys. As I get ready to wrap this up. Right now. The people of God. Are being attacked. My wife. Consistently. Gets this publication called. Voice of the Martyrs. If you're not familiar with it. Then you really should be. Because it will. Put into perspective everything that we talk about. As far as poverty as far as suffering, as far as being under the thumb of regimes, you don't even know. And believe me, as travelers who've gone many places, we've seen things that the average people have not seen. And I'm going to tell you, no matter where I am in the world, when I get back to the U.S. soil, I, uh, in my mind, I kiss the very ground. Because we have privileges here that are not existent anywhere else in the world. Let me put to you one example that is very public. If you want to call into play Brittany Griner, okay, for what would be a little misdemeanor here in this country, look at what's going on with her. Nine-year prison sentence in uh, Russia. And we know those of us that really read, that we know that this is a power game. It has nothing to do with Britney. This has everything to do with Russia trying to manhandle the United States. And Britney is the pawn. Look, let's wake up and really understand what's going on here. And for God's people, we are the ones who have to stand up and demand that the people who have platforms that represent God are put in office that are elected on the local level, federal level, those in law enforcement, those that are running community centers, those in our schools, that we should have people in there who represent those who call themselves Christians or being ones who follow the way. I actually like calling the way better than Christianity or Christians because the way there's only one way, and so I like it. The way. Not the ways, but the way. And so today, I'm just encouraging you to look at your world, 
But then look at your God and read what your God has put in the Holy Bible. Because in this Bible are the answers to every situation that we go through in this world. There is nothing that the Bible has not covered. It may not always cover it directly, but if you read it with a heart to love God and to be in Christ and to be a new creation, then you will understand that God has put these things in here. He asks us to be obedient under trying circumstances. There is nothing that is comfortable about Christianity or following the way. In fact, we should embrace the fact that we are in the struggle of a lifetime. And those of us who are alive today should definitely be excited because God has saved us for a time like this. Past the apostles, past the prophets, past the priests of old, we are the ones sitting here that are ushering in the end of the age, the end of darkness, the end of Satan. And we are the ones who get the opportunity to proclaim the holy name of Jesus to the world. And when we sit down on it, whether it's because we don't go out and share the gospel or whether we don't go into the polls and, and make the decisions that have to be made for the betterment of our communities and our country, we have attacked God. I love you guys. <laughs> I tried to be calm. I couldn't do it as always. But this is really just my love message. We got to really wake up. We really got to grow up. We really have to see what is going on. And many of us are walking in this matrix. We're just going through the motions. Every year, we do the same thing over and over again. We vote the same way over and over again. We understand with no expansion of, of, of knowledge and of spirituality in Christ. Let me make that clear. And we end up just in the same place, just going around in the same maze. And you wonder, how come nothing's really changed in my life? How come I'm depressed? How come I'm anxious? How come I feel defeated? How come everything that hits is such a heavy weight? Well, it's because you're not truly in Christ. Because if you're in Christ, he says that we are to lay every sin and every weight that was so easily beset us. Go to Hebrews, read it for yourself. He says, come unto me, all ye who labor and are heavy laden and, and find rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, for I'm meek and lowly at heart, and ye shall find rest unto your souls. That's the word of God that I know. He's the one, you know, if you want to be funny about it, the, the songwriter who wrote Jesus take the wheel, well, why don't we let him have the wheel? He wants it. He gave his life that he would be in the driver's seat. So why do we keep trying to drive? When we put people into places or situations or offices that reflect who Christ is, who God is, then we prove 
that we are his. And when we prove that, that's when you can say no weapon formed against you shall prosper because your life has no real significance in the grand scheme of things because to live is Christ and to die is gain. So we're not even worried about this earthen vessel. This will pass away too. But we can today, beloveds, because God has called us righteousness. He has called us perfection. Not because of anything that we've done, other than to make a decision that we release this sin life and we are totally his. And when we do this, then everything will be clear. Like the uh, songwriter Johnny Nash said, I can see clearly now the rain is gone. I can see all obstacles in my way. You get a different set of visors. You get a different way of seeing the world. And I'm not talking about with your natural eye, but you see it through God's eyes by way of the Holy Spirit. And he will show you what is going on? And there's so much I can say, and I'm going to let it go. But there's so much going on that I can share. So much. The signs are out there, guys. The signs are right before us. And we're playing around uh, thinking that we're going to have this country to dump on for the rest of our existence. But I tell you the truth, those that understand end-time scripture, show me where North America is, and if you can, then I will eat these words. But right now, I don't see it. So you better get things right, because that only means one or two things. Either somehow this nation, and in fact, this whole sector of the world as we know it, North America, is a lot of countries, okay? That will go away. Or people will be able to escape to somewhere else. But no matter what that means, we who are in the way do not worry about this world, this physical existence, because we know that God has prepared a place for us where there are many mansions, so much so that there's not room enough to even think about how many are actually there because Jesus is preparing this place for the chosen generation, the royal peace, uh, priesthood, the holy nations, the peculiar people. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.